Father, Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our King. Father, we thank you, Lord, to know that you are living, a living God, the only true and living God that we are serving. Father, we thank you that we can have that revelation, that we can put all our burdens upon you. All fear can be cast away. We just rely on your grace because, Father, you have already promised and we are just walking upon your promise, Lord. We are looking at what you have already done and what you have already accomplished. Father, we are working on the finished work of Calvary, basing, Father, our faith in what you have already promised, Lord. Father, we love you with all our heart. That's why we come here this evening, Lord, to surrender ourselves, to hear more from you, Father, to be quickened by the Holy Spirit. Become, Father, Lord, that the Holy Spirit can speak to our heart through your word, Father, we need more of you, Lord. We see what Laodicea and which direction it's going, the world in which direction it's going, facing going in the direction of tribulation. But Father, we are feeding upon the unfailing body of the Son of Man because we know rapturing faith lays in the message. Father, we rely completely on your grace. Thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come in the house of the Lord. Certainly, there are so many needs that there's already been addressed to the prayer, Father. Lord, we know that you are the one who supplies all our needs, and we just rely on your grace once again. Father, we commit the service, the remainder of the service in your hand. Be with the speaker and the hearers. Let the same Holy Spirit anoint our heart to hear the word of truth. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Sorry for keeping you long standing. Just want also to say, comment. So it's good to be in the house of the Lord on Sunday. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. It was just the presence of the Lord was so real. It was not a man-made anointing. It's the anointing from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. Thank you, brother, for also yielding, brothers, for yielding yourself for service and see the continuity of the Spirit speaking in the morning, speaking in the evening. Just thank God for that. Amen. Oh, Lord, we want more of that. Yeah, <laughs> That's what we desire. Amen. I'll invite you to the word of God. Sorry. Galatians 4. Thank you, musicians. Galatians 4, 
28:31 says Now we brethren as Isaac was are the children of promise but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit even so it is now Nevertheless, what saved the scripture cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Amen. You can have your seat. May God bless his word. I'd like to speak this evening on one quote, one, one note, one idea, one thought. It's already in, probably familiar with that, but just uh, good to reuse some of it, just as a way of an encouragement this evening. Amen? Yeah. Prophet says, or the word of God says, cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. I'd like to talk this evening about the son of the free woman or the seed of the free woman. Let's read again Galatians 3.16 says, Galatians 3.16 says, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said not, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Christ, we know, is the revealed word of the hour made manifest. Amen. Amen. So it says, these promises have been made to, the, to Abraham and his seed. It's not addressed to the, to the, it's not addressed to the, to the seeds, but addressed to one specific seed, and that seed is Christ. Amen. So that's where the promises are. That's where you have to be. That's where if you want to be partakers of those promises, you have to be in Christ. Amen. Because that's where the promise is being there. But then it says earlier, it says, they cast out the bond woman and her son. As we know this story, this story of casting out, casting out the bond woman and her son, just to make a difference here between the bond woman and the free woman. It says, cast out the bond woman and her son. This is in the type, it was said in the time of Abraham. It was time when it was there to cast out Agar and her son. You have to cast them out, although Ishmael was the son of Agar, was the son in the flesh of son of Abraham, but says you have to cast both of them out. As we can read, just read the background that the word says. In Genesis 21, 9, it says, just reading it here to put up the background, says, it says, and Sarah saw the son of Agar and the Egyptian, which she had born unto and to Abraham mocking, wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. And all that Sarah had said unto thee, Hearken unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. 
and Isaac shall thy seed be called. As we see here, the reason why, the reason why is God is giving that order to cast out that bondwoman and her son, that reason, the reason is asking to do that is not because of Abraham, it's not because of Sarah, it's not because of any other thing. The only reason is giving him this order to do so, it's because of the seed. It's because of seed, the importance is on the seed. Because of that seed, you can't mangle it with something else around that seed. Because of the importance of that seed, you cannot, you cannot stand to keep that bond woman around and her son around. No matter how grievous it is for you, Abraham, I know, I understand, but you have to get rid of that woman. The same commandment is real for us. No matter how much we have been surrounded by different things, no matter how it is, but because before inheriting the kingdom, of the, inheriting the promise of God, we must get rid of all those things. Amen. Amen. Because in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Not Isaac. Isaac shall be called I see, though Isaac shall be called I see. But in Isaac, there is something that I've put there that will be my seed. <laughs> Praise be to God. As we see here, the prophet will say, and I just want to back up here to say it's only one seed. The prophet is even going a little bit, a little bit stronger on that to put the qualification around it. It says, here the seed, one, one seed, not seeds. One seed. These other were not seed of Abraham. Oh, my thing, but they were seed of Abraham. says they were not seed of Abraham because Abraham's seed was his faith seed that God was speaking of. Not of this natural seed because after Sarah died, Abraham married another woman and had seven sons beside daughters. He had so many seeds. He had so many kids in the natural, but that's not what God was pointing to. God was pointing to the faith seed. And at the end, the prophet says, that's the real seed that we are speaking of. The seed that is not here with the shack. He says, we are speaking about that royal seed. And I want to speak to you about that royal seed. To keep the pressure out of us to just remember if there is a royal seed that was promised, as long as you are in that royal seed, you have the promises of God. <laughs> Praise be to God. As we know, as in the natural, as we try to put a type around you, in the natural, Ishmael was there, but God also gave some promises to Ishmael in the natural. As he saw Adam struggle, as he saw Abraham struggling with that, he gave him also a promise. He says, Abraham, I will make, I will make Ishmael a, a great nation. Don't worry about it, I will make him a great nation. It was not my perfect will. But because it happened and because of my love for you, because of your prayers and different things, I will let it go. I will let it move on. But you will be the one who will be causing more problems to the, to the seed that I've put there. You will be the one who will be causing more problems to my Isaac who will be there. Let me tell you, sometimes God let permissive will be going there. But as long as you find out the real and perfect will of God, get rid of the permissive will. As he was telling the same thing, the same thing that he was telling Adam, the same way that has happened in the time of Adam. We were not, we were not, we were not, we were normally the perfect will of God was not to, to be born by sex. But because of what happened, he let it go. He let it happen. He let it happen this way. But remember the, the new, the, the, remember the first birth cannot give you, cannot give you access to the blessings of God. You need still the new birth. You need to come back to the perfect will of God. 
those 12 kings around there that were also in, in Ishmael, as Isaac was growing, those 12 kings were also in Ishmael. They were also growing at the same time inside of them. They are growing, and the kids are, the kids are playing there. But you know, their seeds were inside of them. One day, those seeds will be manifested. But as they are still young there, the prophet God gives the commandment, as they are still young there, get rid of them. Because sometimes the things you will keep there, you entertain them, one day they will be manifesting yourselves. <laughs> you need to get, get rid of them as young as they are. Get rid of them. Amen. How did Abram get to the point of having this bond woman? Abram get to the point of getting this bond woman. It's because, so putting some, I take my, some of my coat. From the seed is not air with that shack. It's a wonderful message. Brother Bannon preached three twice. It's a wonderful message. Come, come back to it from time to time just to see where we are standing. Because it's revealing who we are. The more we know who we are, the more it increases our faith. Because the devil is there just to show us, he's trying to blind, to blind us to who we really are. But the message has come to reveal who we are. Because the more we know who we are, the more we recognize who we are, the more we have authority. <laughs> Amen. So he came to that point it's because, it's because, it's because Sarah doubted. Sarah doubted to the promise of God. Abraham, I think God, yes, God has given you a promise, but I think that promise is too hard. You need to go and take this mad woman and then have a child by her because it will be the easiest way. It will be the easiest way where you don't have to think about the miracle, where you don't have to think about the power of God. Just take this young lady, Brother Abraham calls her a beautiful woman. Just take this beautiful woman, bypass the promise of God, and you will have a child. And Abraham initially didn't want to go that way, but he followed the advice of what Sarah was telling her. Amen. God does not need any help of any other else to be in order to fulfill his word. If God has given a promise, he will make it to fulfill. No matter how hard it is, no matter how it, be, it looks so peculiar, no matter how it looks like a big phenomenon, God will make his word to become to pass. In this last age that we are living, the more deceptive full age, the worst of all the ages, there will be a bride and there is a bride. What is making you say that? Because God said so. <laughs> Amen. We are as Isaac, we are the children of the promise. We are not just a group of a certain people trying to gather around, around a certain idea. We are around, we are here it's because of promises. We are here it's because the promise of God has been fulfilled. We are here because Malachi 4 was fulfilled. We are here because Luke 17, 30 has been fulfilled. We are here because Revelation 10 was fulfilled. We are here because there is a promise of the rapture. Amen. That's why the reason why the prophet says the bond woman is the denominations. They can never produce the seed. There is a church natural and there is a church spiritual. Amen. She will, the church natural should not inherit, be heir with a free woman. If the bond woman is in the bondage with her organization children, she will not be heir with the free woman. Because the free woman children is going in the rapture. 
the bondswoman children is going to stand in the judgment, see cast out, is going to go in the judgment. What does it mean they go to judge in the judgment? The natural children, the natural, the natural church is the one who's going to rely on his own works. Who's the one who's be at the throne, at the white throne of judgment, depending on how much you did, how much you worked, depending on how good you were, depending on your activity, depending on all the different things. It's not based on your faith. It's not based on the revelation. It's based on your work. Because of the things that you have done, because of the sacrifice that you gave your own life, amen, through the tribulation, all the different things, oh, yes, you'll meet there at the white throne of judgment. But there is a bride who won't be at the judgment. She has received the seed of God. Amen. There is a bride. You see Ishmael, through the promises of Ishmael, you will see that Ishmael was in the wilderness. He was in the one, the tribulation. He was the one, the wilderness. He was the one the Bible will take about in comparison to Ishmael. You will say he was an archer. An archer. He was someone who was to rely on his bow. He was someone who was, he was, someone who was untamed. Let me tell you, if you don't receive the seed of God, you are still untamed. Nothing can control you because you are slave to your own emotions, slave to lust, slave to different things. You need the new birth. Only the new birth can tame you. Otherwise, you are still an animal. It's hard, but that's the truth. You are still being directed by instinct as animals. But when the Holy Spirit comes, it comes into the power, it comes into the tower, taking control there. That's when you become tamed. Amen. There is no mention in the Bible about Ishmael worshiping. Once Ishmael was cast down, even though God blessed him on the other side when he went there, no mention of Ishmael worshiping. But you'll see mention of Isaac worshiping, building altars, trying communication with God, calling upon the name of the Lord. Not on the titles, but on the name of the Lord. Isaac was having a relationship with God. Let me tell you, there is a bride who is having a relationship with God. There is a seed. Though both were sons of Abraham, but they were sons of Abraham in different states. They were sons of Abraham in different states. Amen. Because for Isaac, for Ishmael, for Ishmael, the son, the son of the born woman. She was born when he was still Abram. He was born when he was still Abram. He was born when Abram didn't have a relationship with God as El Shaddai. But when he had Isaac, he already had an experience with God as El Shaddai. It was not his strength, it was the strength of the Almighty God. God told him, I'm El Shaddai, I'm the God, the blessed one. It's my strength. I'm giving you my strength. You're going to have that child not from your strength, but from my strength. Let me tell you, the bride is not your strength. It's God's strength. How can you overcome in this age? It's not your strength. It's God's strength. It's the one who's going to satisfy you. It's your portion. It's your guide. Amen. Amen. Although from the same from the same Abraham as a person, but at different stage. Let me say this: to see the manifestation of the natural promises of promise of God in the natural way, they had to see a miracle. They had to see a miracle in Abraham, but they also had to see a miracle. They had to see a miracle in Sarah. 
They had to see miracle on both people. But you see, for Ishmael, it was only taking a single place. Like I said at the beginning, it's taking just the young man, the young woman, and having, having a child from her. But let me tell you, we are not going to make it because of our own programs. We are not going to make it because of our own schooling. We are not going to make it because of our own seminaries. We are going to make it because God says so. We are going to make it because God has promised it. Amen. There is going to be a virgin birth of the bride. It's going to be a miracle. A pure bride in the worst of the worst of ages. Amen. Let me tell you, in that seed... In the seed, as you see in the natural way, in the seed, in the natural way, there was the strength of God. But in, that, in this seed of royal seed of Abraham, there is not only the natural strength, but there is also eternal strength to give you eternal life. Let's just say at the beginning, Ishmael came by Abraham, but Isaac came by Abraham. God gave a portion of himself to Abraham in order to have that child. In order to produce the son here again, we need to have a portion of God himself. Yeah. Amen. It makes me to rejoice, to remind, to realize that I'm part of that seed. I'm part of that royal seed of God. We are the royal seed of Abraham, the bride. Remember, the prophet will come and say it many times, look at that group. The elect group, as you make a comparison between Oral Robert and Billy Graham, they went, they went to Sodom and Gomorrah, but there is an elect group. There is an elect group, special group, the royal seed of Abraham, who have received the last sign for that generation. This world doesn't know about the last sign. The denomination, we call it a word of wisdom. They don't know anything about the last sign. But when we see it happening, we know there is a mystery behind it. Because when Abraham received that, he was changed. When Sarah received that, he was changed. The same for us as we are receiving that, something is happening. It is changing us also. Because we know one day this corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must boost on immortality. How is happening that it's already starting from the soul? One day it will happen in the flesh. Amen. Because the prophet says this time is a seed time. We are in the age of the seed. It doesn't mean that we are in the age where we are sowing now the seed. We are in the age where we are harvesting the seed. We are in the harvest time. The same seed that was in the ground is the same seed that is produced it's the time of the manifestation of the sons and, and daughters of God. Yeah. Sons of manifestation of the sons and daughters of God doesn't mean a different son or a different, different thing. It's the same life that was there. It's being transformed through different stages. We are familiar with that. As Brother Man will make the comparison with a plant. It's the same life that is transformed at different stage. But there will come a stage where the whole life or the whole plant will go into the seed. It's the same life that was in the beginning that is back in the seed. The same seed seen in different places. Oh, seed time. It's the fulfillment of the commandment of the first Adam. Multiply and fill the earth. Eve distorted the word of God by unbelief. She went to the permissive will. 
Now it's being produced with different things. It's produced with the flesh, the, the flesh. But originally it was by the word, the spoken word. The spoken word is the original seed. Abraham, multiply yourself. Multiply yourself by the word. You should produce the original seed, the real seed. But because of sin, because of unbelief, it was perverted. But there is a promise we'll go back again, like in the Garden of Eden, where it will be the spoken word producing the bride. Oh, we should not take these things for granted. The prophet says, the seed is not air, it's the shack. We see here the tree revelation of the tree type. There's the three women carriers of the natural seed until they matured into Jesus how Ishmael could not be because he was born really in that he would think today out of wedlock because he was a bondsman's son. Then came a little more like him, like Jesus will come out, Isaac. Still it wasn't because it was born of the sex between Sarah and Abraham. But then along came Mary by the virgin birth produced Jesus Christ. That's right, God the word made flesh. There was three women. These three women typed here the churches. Are you with me? Just read a little bit of Brother Panam here. Skip the background. Says so the woman always types churches, means three denominational ages, carriers, which also must die and dry up, just like the shark and so forth does, to give room for the seed. The seed cannot get ripe, cannot get ripe, rather, until the shark, the stalk, and leaves all are dry. That's right. It saps every bit of the life in them. Out, amen, all it was, and it is that plus. So it sucks all the life plus. It cannot do it. It's this cannot do it. Now it's seed time or bright time. The sharks are there. The sharks are dry up. The virgin word time not touched. What am I trying to say here? It types the three denominational ages. It types Luther. It types Wesley. It will type it. It types the Pentecostals. All the three there were carrier of life. But they were not the life. They were carrier of life. It had to come at the time where the true seed has to be manifested. Not a partial seed, but I want to say the whole seed has to be manifested. We are not receiving a partial word of God. We are receiving the revelation of the whole word of God. Because in the seed there is life. In order to have life, you have to have the seed. Amen. Life now is in the seed. We are living in the seed time. How many would like to say, Lord, separate me from anything else. Let just the seed life be manifest. Let the seed have the full preeminence. Don't let anything to be man. The only permissive things I had in the past, don't let those things be on the way of the seed. Let the seed have the full preeminence in my life. We are a free son and daughter of God, a part of the seed of the free women. We are free. We are from Jerusalem, which is above. As, 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 as Paul would say, we are not from this old Jerusalem. Old Jerusalem being a type of denominations. We are not part of the old Jerusalem. We are not part even of Isaac. Because in Jerusalem, they crucified the most holy one. In denominations behind the pulpit are crucifying the word. But we are part of the heavenly Jerusalem. We are part from that bride. We are that where we are going. Amen. The mature life are the top of the tree. 
They cannot be in other denominations. Why they cannot be in other denominations? Because the whole life is the seed, and we have received the seed. <laughs> oh. Abraham cast the bond woman and her seed. You did not get the seed of the bond woman through the token. Remember, he had, he had Ishmael where he was not circumcised yet. He didn't have the token. He didn't have the sign of the circumcision. He didn't have the token yet, but he had Ishmael. But in order to have Isaac, you need the circumcision. Let me tell you, before you have the true birth, before you have the true seed, you need a new birth. <laughs> The religion, the denomination will reject the token. We love the token. The evening message is this about applying the token. Genesis 17, 18. And Abraham said unto God, Oh, oh that Ishmael might live before thee. Oh, God said, God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed. You see, Abraham is still attached to Ishmael. But God is, as, 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 as God as, is, is addressing that to God, God reminds him, remember your promise. Yes, there is Ishmael, but remember your promise. Right away, he says, and God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed, and I shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him, for an everlasting covenant, and we be seed after him. Let me tell you, maybe this night there is still a, a little bit of Ishmael somewhere. Let that Ishmael live a little bit. No, it's no time for that Ishmael to live a little bit. This is time to remove that Ishmael out of the way and to focus upon the promise of God. No matter what it is, focus on the promise of God. Leave Ishmael away. It's the season of the visitation of the angel. Nowhere it is in the Bible say that God visited Hagar to have a child named Ishmael. But when it comes to Isaac, the Bible says, Elohim himself talking to Abraham says, he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the temp door which was behind him. It is God himself speaking to him, personally, I will visit, and Sarah shall have a son. And the Bible says in Genesis 21, I'm just putting the comparison, because we are part of it. God has visited us. God has visited us in a special way. In Genesis 21, he says, the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. He gave a promise that I will visit you, and when he was giving that promise, it was a promise we could see him in the flesh, but now there is a visitation that is happening behind the scene, that God is visiting him, him visiting her to give her life. Let me tell you, there is, no, there is something that must happen between the bride and him that is happening in the invisible realm that other people can't see. Even in the church you can't see. You need a personal relationship with him. In order to grow, you need a personal relationship with him. This is not a public show. It is something that is happening between the bridegroom and you. In that seed, that's where the promise is. Amen. Amen. 
Oh, brothers and sisters, we have received the angel of the Lord again. The elect group has received the life for the seed. Amen. It is, it's, let me just say, there is, let me just try to say this. There is, there is a life for the bride, and that life is coming from the seed. You must be have an invisible visitation here happening between you and the bridegroom. Let me just try to extrapolate that. There was something happening between Jacob and Esau. Both came from the same natural parent. Grew up together and everything. Good people grew up together and playing together. But God has already promised, I love Jacob. Because before he was born, there was already a promise, I love Jacob. And Esau, I hate because why is, it, why is that happening? Because the purpose of God according to the election must stand. Yeah. I'm showing the importance of election there. Before they were even born, there must come something important. It's my election. It's my choosing. But the Bible says, even go further, it says, you know, Esau was a better person, humanly speaking, than, 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 than Jacob. He was cooking for the father. He was hunting. He was a religious person. He was a good person. But there was nothing inside. There is no election there. There is nothing inside there to give him life. Let me tell you, sometimes we are not necessarily the best person as the other people. But let me tell you, because of the election that must stand, it's God's choosing. Once you understand the importance of the election, it gives, it, it takes away the attitude of being a victim. You know, sometimes we have that attitude of being a victim. Thank you, Brother Marshall, for your testimony. I like it. You know, I, I went through many different things, many different things. Oh, you know, it's because of this, because of this. If, if you elect seed of God, God was leading your path. God was leading your path until he shows you somewhere. Because the election of God has to stand. And to prove the validity of the election, in fact, Esau married Ishmael's daughters. He ended up again marrying Ishmael's daughters, continuing the same thing that God told him, cast Ishmael away. And he brought again Ishmael just to confirm that the validity of the election of God shall stand. Let me just give another example here about Moab, but let me read Psalm 83 to show that they have the same spirit. Moab, Ishmael. Psalm 83, 4, 8 says, They have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate, they, they are confederate against the, the tabernacle of Edom and the Ishmaelite and Moab and Hagarite and all the other ones. They confederate against the seed, the natural seed of God. Let me tell you, it's the same spirit. Maybe now we are fighting against the bride, but that same spirit maybe is not coming in the physical realm. But if you see the spirit of criticism against the bride, it's the same spirit. 
If they see the spirit that's trying to see the mistakes between the, in the bride, it's the same spirit. If you see the same spirit that's trying to see the bad part of people, it's the same spirit. We see Moab when he came up, he hated Israel. The Babylonians said they were as fundamentalist as Israel. They were altars, they were sacrificing, they were doing different things, they were doing the same thing, they were praising the same Lord, they were praising the same God, but in their heart there was something wrong because they hated Israel. Whoever hates Israel, there is something wrong in the natural. There is something wrong because they hated their brother, there was something wrong. And one time Balak wanted to curse them. He says, you know, Balaam, you are a prophet, and he was a prophet when it comes to the prophecy. He was prophesying correctly, but his teaching was wrong. But what he's prophesying was being accomplished. And he called Balaam and told him, you know, you come and try to curse those people. And you know all the story. And he came, God, God told him, don't go, but he still wanted to go because of money, because of that. But he still went and tried, came there and he, started, he tried to curse them. And instead of cursing them, he started blessing them. He looked at this one and said, how can I curse the one that God has already blessed? How can I defy the one that God has already blessed? Let me tell you, as long as you are in the royal seat of God, there is no condemnation. As long as you are in the royal seat of God, there is no cursing. Amen. And Balak said, maybe you didn't see properly. You need to come on this side. Look, look, look properly. I'm going to give you a higher standard. Come a little bit higher and you might maybe see better there. You see they still the same things. They preach on Sunday, but the Monday, that guy made still the same mistake on the day. You know, he, he, he's just playing church. No, he's not playing church. He is he, a true son of God. He's a true daughter of God. He just made a mistake. But there is something inside there. There is an election that is calling. As long as he keeps pointing at Christ, it's not him. It's Christ that God looks at. God looks at Israel, the same people that he was about telling, complaining to Moses. The same people he looked at, he looked at, he said, I don't see any iniquity in Israel. How come? Election stands. Numbers 23. Balaam told Dalak, Balak, God is not a man, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he said, and shall he not do it? And had he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He had not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither had he seen per perverseness in Israel. The Lord is God is with him. The shout of the king is among them. Oh, surely they make the mistake, but the election stands. God was about to strike Sarah, but when he looked at the election, when he looked at the blessings, he couldn't reverse his blessing. Because he has already blessed that you shall have the seed by Sarah. He couldn't reverse the blessing. The blessing has to stand. Because he has already blessed Jesus Christ, the royal, son, the royal seed of God. He cannot reverse his blessing. He's the same God who was about to destroy Israel, as I said at the beginning. But Moses reminded him, Lord, remember the promise you God you gave to Abraham. You cannot reverse that promise. It has to stand. Amen. 
God was about to destroy you and I. Many times, God looked at the brother Barnum says, when brother Barnum, you know the story, brother Barnum looked at that woman who was sinning and everything, and everything and brother Barnum was thinking different things in his heart. He said, well, how could God stand that? How could God stand that? And God showed him a vision where he sees his own mistakes, he owns his own sins, he sees how it's hurting him, he sees, oh, is it my sins that's doing that? He was about to kill him. God has all the right to kill him. But because of Jesus Christ, because of the blood, he cannot reverse his blessing. If we have been chosen in the seed, as we have been chosen in him before the foundation of the world, who can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? What can separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? In all these things, we are more than conquerors. But Jesus Christ, who overcame him. I believe that spiritual maturity is recognizing our beginning. Try to qualify this statement. Spiritual maturity is recognizing our beginning. Jesus Christ didn't grow in the sense that he had to recognize who he was. Jesus Christ knew from the very beginning who he was. He knew that he was the word. Perfect faith is to recognize who you are in the scripture. He knew exactly where he was standing. He knew that he was the, the word from the very beginning. He knew that why he could tell Mary, he could tell Mary, uh, 12 years old, could tell her, you know, I'm about to do, I'm about doing my father's business. The prophet will do, make a comparison in, the, in that message. It says, you see, you can, you can, you can, you can see, you can see, uh, you can see Agar, you can see Sarah, you can see Mary. But still Mary, even though she was a virgin, even though this one was chosen, she still made a mistake because she didn't recognize, she denied the birth of the word. She denied the birth of the whole world. And you compare that to the Pentecostal. They are the same people. Yes, they have. They, they represent Mary. They are in the type of Mary. But they have denied the whole world. They have denied the whole world. Because of denying the whole world. Because of denying the whole world. They were not a seed. Amen. Let's go back to the beginning. As Isaac and Ishmael were growing, maybe they could not tell the difference as they were growing. But at one point, Isaac started realizing that he was the heir. God started telling him, you know, you are the heir, you are the son of God. Because you are the child of God. He could ask, but why, why are you removing Ishmael? Why are you sending him away? Because you are the heir. Ishmael cannot stay with you. You have to recognize where you come from. We can see Cain and Abel, they were growing there from the same mother. But the origin makes a difference. As they were growing, I believe at some point, as Abel got the revelation, he started telling Cain, you know, we are not from the same father. As Pastor Harold said many times, I think that annoyed him the most because, tell you know, your father is, <laughs> your father is that guy. <laughs> I think that made him very annoyed. <laughs> Maybe that's why he killed him. He didn't ask you as he did. But as there's growing, they recognize, he has to recognize that he was from the different places, from the different origin. Let me tell you, in the, through the church ages, we didn't know our origin. We didn't know our origin. We didn't know where we came from. 
But let me tell you, even the first and the second pool didn't tell us where we came from. It needed the opening of the word of God to reveal us where we came from. That's why when the word of God was open, God revealed to her that we are the seed gene of God. We came from the very part back of God himself. We are not sons of it, just in an earthly people. We are heavenly people. As we are growing, we recognize that we are not from this world. We are from there. We come from there. That's why we are going there. The things of the world has no attraction for us. The bride is not attracted by miracles or the things of the world. The bride is being attracted by the word. Because the word will lead you on the other side. Our beginning determines our end. If you are not in God, you cannot go back to God. As you are growing, one time the prophet had to realize that he was not the son of Charles and Ella Branham anymore. As you are growing, you have to recognize that you are not a chicken anymore. You are a nigger. You are born to fly. You are born to live above Laodicea. That's why the message comes to tell it comes to tell us our true identity. It comes to tell us our true beginning. We were in God, we are going back in God. We cannot brag about our own natural parents or our natural birth, but we have to brag about our new birth. Because our new birth has changed us and told us where we really come from. Amen. As a slave boy, the prophet says many times, this slave boy, he was behaving that way because he knew where he came from. His father was a king on the other side. Let me tell you, as a bride, we are not for sale anymore. <laughs> we used to be for sale. We used to go here and there. They used to bring us from this place to the other place. But we are not for sale anymore. We are free. <laughs> We used to wonder many times, the boss used to wonder many times, how is he behaving so different? He's behaving so different, you used to wonder, but one time he had to discover his origin, where he came from. We used to wonder as well where we came from, why we are so different, why we can't behave like the chicken. We were under spiritual amnesia. Then the word of God was opened, and we recognized we are sons and daughters of God. We are not servants anymore. We are sons and daughters of God. Heir of the promise of God. Think about it. We are heir of promise of God. You need healing. You are heir of that promise. You need salvation. You are heir of that promise. You, you, You need joy. You are heir of that promise. You need peace in your heart. You are heir of that promise. It belongs to you. Praise be to God. To conclude this, flow, this thought of the accuser, when the accuser comes, God points him to the beginning. God points him to the beginning. The prophet says, the invisible union says, We are near the coming of Jesus to be united with church, where the church, where the word becomes the word. Oh, I like that. When the word becomes the word. It means it it is the word inside of you, the spoken word, the seed. God put a part of the word inside of you, but that word has to meet the word. When the word comes and strikes that word, the word becomes the word. (laughs) If the word 
and there is nothing there is the word there is nothing to respond to the word but when the word comes and finds the word it generates the word call of the holy spirit searching the heart you're standing completely you never seen that the first place you god don't know even don't don't even know it's in the sea of forgetfulness you never did it you accused of it by the accuser then the prophet says but really really from the beginning <laughs> really from the beginning you were predestinated to be a son and daughter of god so what god is pointing to is from the beginning so if you are justified today, it's not because of you, it's because of the beginning. Your beginning determines your end. Don't you never think, if you are born again, don't you never think that you are separate seeds from Christ. Because you are born again, you are in Christ. You are the seed of Christ. You are the word. Amen. Let, let the devil hear that very well. We are the word. We are part of the seed of God. We are the word. There is only one seed. It's not different seed, different, different nationality of seeds. There is only one seed, and that seed is Christ. We are just part of that seed when there is no condemnation. Christ is the super seed. Christ is the super seed. We are, if you are born by Christ, the prophet himself says, I'm reading the prophet here, put the prophet in my notes. He says, Christ is the super seed. The second seed was Christ. He's putting the seed of Isaac and the seed and the seed and the, and the seed of, and the seed of Isaac and the seed of Jesus Christ. The second seed was Christ. We are born by Christ, which makes us the super seed which we have Christ to God. We are the super seed. Jesus Christ is the super seed. If you are born in Christ, you become the super seed. You know, the super seed does not need to be, you know, battered to put a little bit to, to, to remove the bags and everything, you know, spray. <laughs> the super seed is just have something from the inside that they, that they're removing all the bags from the inside. There's no attraction to it because you are the super seed. You are saved because of your beginning. If you didn't have eternal life at the beginning, you won't have eternal life at the end. You are saved because of your beginning. Now you are born again and remarried again to the new spiritual union of not your natural life of the things of the world, but of eternal life. The prophet says here in the invisible union, that germ that was in you at the beginning, it's that germ that has found you. <laughs> If that germ that was at the beginning, it comes and it finds you, you are born again. You are healed because of the beginning. God doesn't look at you in the image where you are today. So I'm sick and everything. God, look how sick I am. God is not looking how sick you are. God looks at the image ahead of you at the very beginning. And that's why you can look at the image and see here. But it's not corresponding on that image. I heal him because he's responding to my word. My promise is in the seed. He has, I know the thought that I have for you. They are the thought of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. The expected end is the thought he had of you at the beginning. Amen. You are going in the rapture because of the beginning. We were predestinated back there, way before back there, 
in the back part of mind of God that will be part of the rapture. How can you make it today? Because I was there in the beginning. The seed determines my beginning. God hears your prayers not because we have the most eloquent prayers saying people. God hears our prayer because of the seed. We are in the seed as we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is as the same way as the seed himself praying to him. That's why God pays attention to the seed. I'm going to extrapolate here to something that might maybe strike you. To Genesis 21, 17. The Bible says God heard the voice of the lad. As Ishmael was there and he was, he was there in the desert and he was about to die. Ishmael, the one who was not part of the covenant, the promised, the royal covenant, he cried unto the Lord, and the angel of God called to Hagar of heaven and said unto her, What hell have thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad. God responded to the Ishmael, God responded, spoke to Hagar, not because of Hagar. Hagar was out of the covenant. He responded there because God was responding to the prayer of Abraham. That's why that boy could still speak. The prophet says, in the natural way, the blessing in the natural way, Ishmael still had a little bit of blessing from Abraham. That's why God could answer to the prayer of Ishmael. No matter how Hagar could have prayed, he would not answer to that. He was answering to the prayer of Ishmael. Let me tell you, if God can answer to the prayer of Ishmael, who was not part of the perfect will of God, how much more a son of God who is born in the royal seed of Abraham, God is not going to hear his prayer. Praise be to God. That's why no matter how much trial we have, no matter what we are going, no matter ups and downs, let me tell you, the seed of God shall possess all the gates of the enemy. We are not about to fight. The seed has already conquered. The royal seed of God has already overcome all the gates of the enemies. As he's giving that promise, he's giving to Abraham that promise, that seed shall overcome all the gates of the enemies. Not one enemy, many enemies, but one seed shall overcome all the gates of the enemies. As long as you are in that seed, he has overcome death, he has overcome sickness, he has overcome sorrow, he has overcome difficulties, he has overcome pain, he has overcome anxiety. The seed of God has already overcome. That's why we have the answer to the devil's question. How do you answer the devil's question when he comes to you? Point him to the beginning. <laughs> it's not me today. It's the beginning that determines where I'm going. Amen. 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 Just keep here to save time. Read this quote of the prophet says, musicians can call all they come. That's why the Proverbs say in a very plain language, the true bride, the exposition of the seventh church, the, in a very plain language, the true bride of Christ was in the mind of God eternally, though not expressed until each came forth in the designated decreed season. As each member came forth, it became expressed and took its place in the body. Thus, this bride 
is the literal spoken word seed bride. Oh, the literal spoken word seed bride. Though she is feminine designation, she is also called the body of Christ. It is very apparent that she ought to be called that for she was predestinated in him. She came from the same source, was eternal with him, and is now manifested God in many membered body, whereas once God was manifested in one member, even our Lord Jesus Christ. What does it mean? We came from the same source where Jesus Christ was. We were in the very part of God. If, God. if Jesus Christ was risen from the dead, we shall rise from the dead. If Jesus Christ overcame sickness, we have overcome sickness. If Jesus Christ overcame sin, we overcame sin. If Jesus Christ overcame temptation, we have overcome temptation. Oh, praise be to God. So what we need to realize, God revealed to me more and more that I'm heir. Revealed me to me more and more that I'm a son and daughter of God. Reveal to me more and more that I came from you. No matter what the enemy is trying to put in front of me, trying to put discouragement, let the word of God encourage me to remember that I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim of circumstances. I'm a son and daughter of God. God is in control. Amen. Amen. Do you love the Lord? Amen. I really enjoyed that myself, and thank God for that. Let's sing a song just. Victory. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Victory 